Okay. You know what we're going to be talking about today? The myth of black mold. What, how's that sound to you, Tiffany? Or the black mold. Or the black mold. Let's agree that you've heard the term black mold over and over again. True. True. And what do people, you know, associate that with? They associate bad danger, I'm going to get sick, I'm going to die, any number of things. But do you know the, the myth of what the, the myth of black mold is? I do, but why don't you tell everybody? She had to think there for a second. Uh, black mold doesn't actually exist. Uh, when you actually have mold, there's all different colors. There's white, there's gray, there's uh, pink, uh, there's brown, and there's molds that are black. But all molds have very difficult names to pronounce. Like, there's no molds named after a color, or else you would have heard of a white mold, or a gray mold, or a plaid mold. But we've heard of black mold. We have heard of black mold, and there's a reason for it. Um, but it, it's not a mold that actually exists. It's really made up by the media. It's sensationalization of mold. And the reason being is, if you have a white wall or a, something wood-colored, and there's something black on it, it stands out. It's sure. visible. Mm -hmm. And actually, Tiffany actually is a mold inspector. She went through a lot of training, third-party testing, and she got this certification. CMI. CMI. Whatever. What does that CMI stand for? Certified Mold Inspector. Uh, she's a CMI. I am just an environmental peon in her presence <laughs> regarding mold. But the, the whole term black mold actually originated uh, in the 90s. There was a, a case where uh, there were some long-term water issues. People were getting sick. They discovered mold underneath some flooring and inside walls that are actually a property in Washington, D.C. And the news got involved. And it just so happens that the mold was black in color. And they grabbed onto it and they called it black mold. But if you ever have any testing done, the lab will never kick out a, uh, a type of mold, a fungi, that's listed as black mold. Did you know that? I did. You know that, I know that, but <laughs> I guarantee probably 99 to 110% of the people listening to this, it's, it's news to them. Oh, 100%. Uh, we actually have a school, and actually I teach, and I teach about mold, and I will tell people about how black mold doesn't exist, and after the class, they're like, well, I, I have black mold in my, in my uh, uh, bathroom. Or under the sink. Under the sink, and it's like, it's like they weren't even listening. True. So the whole idea behind you know black mold is it's a term that sounds more deadly than it is, Okay, And it's really, what you're referring to is a mold that is black in color, which could be so many different types. Like, there's thousands upon thousands upon 10,000 types of mold spores. Some of them can get you sick, some of them may not. It's almost like cats, really. I tell people that, um, you know, some people are allergic to cats. They can't be around a cat. But there's people who have multiple cats because they're not uh, allergic to them. You know, we're uh, doing this and we're c coming into the spring and you're going to get a lot of pollen coming out there and people are going to have allergies. That's when they call in and say they have the black mold. That is definitely, although they can't see it, they know it's there. Mm -hmm. Or they find a little black spotting on some caulk in the bathroom and they call it black mold. Mm -hmm. But it really doesn't exist. No. no. So I say that to kind of dispel the myth of black mold. And if you don't believe me, Google it, okay? And you're going to see a bunch of ads about people talk about black mold and you want to have a test or have someone inspect. Skip by the ads. 
go to like a CDC or an EPA, a government website that really has no interest in promoting fear. Because the way mold is set up in the United States, as of 2023, to the best of my knowledge, there's 11 states in the country that have mold regulations. And those mold regulations are tied towards licensing people to inspect for mold and then ha having people licensed to remediate mold. And other than that, there's really no licensing in all the other states. So I work in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and Delaware, and I've been doing it close to 30 years. I do mold work in all those states, but I freely tell people I have no license for it because I can't get one because none are offered. Right. We do peer reviews as well, though, in well, other states. We do. We actually get data from other sites, other states, and we look at it uh, to, because there's so many people out there like, oh, these mold levels are really bad. You need to remediate. And the point I'm making here is it's so unregulated in the United States. And I, I actually I don't know how it is in Canada um, or in Europe. But I know here that when it's unregulated, no one has a license. So if you do something wrong, immoral, unethical, no license to, to lose, mm -hmm. you know, no standard of service, no regulatory body overseeing it, and they can sell whatever they sell. Well, it's, it's kind of like when you're saying if you Google black mold, it's more remediation companies come up, mold remediation companies come up, and they say, we remove the black mold. That's absolutely right, because they're paying for it because black ter the, the term black mold sells. Mm -hmm. I actually was at a conference once, and I gave a talk, and I was talking about, you know, I was kind of, not I'm not going to say downplaying um, mold, but I was being realistic about it, because people are like, what's the bad mold? And it, it really comes down to what you're allergic to. You can have mold in your house that you're not, that's there that someone's allergic to, but maybe you're not. Just like some people are allergic to nuts or, um, you know, dairy products. Right. That's why it's hard to federally regulate it. it. It is because they don't really, when you don't have federal regulations, like there's standards or um, recommendations for like radon levels and for drinking water quality for compounds. Uh -huh. So there's no set standard federally regarding these levels of spores would be considered elevated and would be... Um, a harm to someone's health. You know? mm -hmm. So that is one of the reasons why when you have um, you don't have something that's regulated, there's no standard to say like, well, you know, I expect it to be at this level, this is okay, and that level's not. You don't have that with, um, with mold. Right? And many companies capitalize on that because when you're, you're basically calling, I have black mold, I am concerned for my family's health, and I want to get it addressed. And these people are waiting for that phone call they're paying Google to have ads online, so you click on it, and they'll come out and be like, oh, yes, you definitely have the black mold, which you have black mold that's black in color, but it's not black mold, and you should definitely remediate it, and you write them a check. Maybe you Venmo them. But that's a financial transaction there because they want your money, and you want to handle your um, neuroses, perhaps, only because you've never been informed that the black mold is not something that's actually real. Right. On the CDC website, if they the term black mold isn't necessarily on there, they'll say that it's a spore type, which is stachybotrys, which is just black in color, but it could be other types of mold as well, um, other spore types, but stachybotrys is considered um, when someone says black mold, you have to surface sample it or air sample to see if it's stachybotrys. Now, again, Tiffany's like the certified inspector. 
okay, which was from a private agency. And what she's referring to is some people associate stachybotrys uh, because stachybotrys is a type of mold that needs to be wet every day. It's like you'd have to actually use your shower 24 hours a day to get the room wet enough for it to actually grow in there. So super wet. These um, properties in the 1990s that, that came into the news, they were actually long-term water issues that kind of went undetected by the homeowners. It's kind of unusual, and I'm not going to go into great detail about it, but if you let something get wet every day, you're going to start to grow that. And when this came to the public um, light, and they had testing done, stachybotrys did come up, but stachybotrys is actually a blackish-greenish mold, but it's not technically called black mold. No, it's stachybotrys. Right, and it, to say that stachybotrys is the only mold that's black in color, you would be 100% incorrect. Oh, yeah. There's many other molds that are black in color, so you can't really signify it. Okay, And I'd hope one day that the media will stop using it, because I keep hearing about it in schools, or it pops up, they're like, there's mold, and it's the black mold. Um, because you don't want to hear someone say uh, penicillium. Well, actually, one of my favorite mold names is schmutz, because it's really easy to pronounce. But there's so many other ones that are very difficult because they're Latin-based names. So I hope this actually, this podcast, which is somewhat quick, shines some bright light on this dark-colored mold that doesn't really exist, but elicits fear in a lot of um, a lot of people. Mm, I like it. Yeah, and I think a lot of money actually gets spent um, improperly when people are agreeing. Um, that black mold actually exists and you need to address it because one of the things I just want to leave you with is if you have mold you basically have a water problem okay because mold's not going to grow without the presence of moisture so the reason you have mold in your uh, bathroom is you don't use your exhaust fan as long as you should or it doesn't work or it doesn't work properly that's Tiffany's absolutely correct. The reason you don't have mold in your bedroom is because it's a comfortable environment. If you had a water leak in your in your bedroom, you would see it and want to fix it. Mm-hmm. You know, in a basement or crawl space or attic, which you're not really hanging out, that's not really conditioned, meaning meaning heated or cooled, and is subject to condensation or water leaks that go unnoticed, I would absolutely expect uh, mold to grow there. So it's really when you have mold, it's like, man, I have a water problem. I better fix that. Then you can ad- address the byproduct which is mold. Which is not black mold. Which is, yes, which is not black mold. Could be a gray mold. Could um, be. But I, I leave you with that because so many people are fearful of it, and it's like it, the source, source of it is water. And you, basically you messed up because you missed the water leak. Fix the water leak. Remediate the mold. Yeah, and it should never come back. No harm, no foul. No black mold. Take that to the bank. Until next time. Until next time. Great talking.